Hey, 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 I hope you are doing well. I hope you are positioning yourself for greatness. I hope you are staying safe in these quarantine streets. And for those of you who may have been affected directly or indirectly uh, with family members coming down with COVID-19 or if you may have lost someone, my heart goes out to you as we all battle through this together. I just want to send a big old hug your way and hopefully uh, you feel that love. So many things have changed over the course of the last four to five weeks here in these United States of America and across the world. Uh, and much of that has come in uh, uh, into play when it comes to our children and their education. Most parents are now uh, administering homeschooling sessions and being a homeschooler or just administering the curriculum and assignments that have been sent from teachers. And uh, so all of that has truly been a challenge for a lot of parents who are trying to juggle being uh, at home and online for their own jobs and having to monitor and be become more involved in the 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 education of their children inside the home it has been life-changing for me to be able to see uh you know what teachers have seen in my children for all of these years uh you know as a parent what you think you know but uh, these last four weeks have truly been eye-opening for me, and I know I'm not the only one. So I decided that we should do an Instagram Live with Ty Lewis of Educationally Speaking. She is an educator, an advocate. She is passionate about our children and their education. So we did an Instagram Live uh, earlier this week, and it was very well received. And I was like, let me find a way to get that uh, conversation to the masses. And so we are doing just that with the Cool Sword podcast today. CEO Ty, as I call her, has been on the show before, way back in 2016. Um, so I'm happy to have her back because, because she shares so much information that each and every parent can really, really um, take advantage of. So I hope that you enjoy this amazing episode, uh, CEO Ty, Ty Lewis is a member of Delta Sigma Theta, so it falls in line with obviously what the Cool Sword mission is as we talk about um, the journeys and the the mission that each and every one of our guests are on. So uh, with that, please, please, please get your pen and paper, write down some great information on how you can assist your children and assist yourselves throughout this new normal in education from much of the world. So here it is when the parent becomes the teacher with CEO Ty Lewis. You know you gotta be a cool soror to talk to the cool soror herself. I'm a cool soror. Hey y'all. I am a cool soror of What's up y'all? I'm a cool soror of Hi, I am a cool soror of podcast hosted by me Rashawn Ali all right so um live with CEO Ty also known as Ty Lewis she is the mastermind praise God won't he do it 
<laughs> Listen, I just put a prayer through. That was a lot, but I'm yes. good. It's all good. I had to do a fresh reboot because, you know, we're on our phones. I think a lot a lot more now yeah. because of um, the quarantine. So you're, you're trying. I was just listening to D-Nice. I was like, let me get my D-Nice in hey. before I talk to Ty Lewis. Um, but this is a very important conversation. And I'm like, God, what can I do to be of service to other people uh, while this quarantine is going on besides giving money to uh, organizations that are feeding the hungry and homeless besides, uh, you know, telling people where they can get mass made, what can I do? And I'm like, just serve the people with the information that they need to know. And this information is very vital, especially because um, uh, America uh, has been thrust, all of Americans' uh, parents have been thrust into becoming uh, homeschool teachers. Yes. And uh, this is your ministry education coming from the public school setting, you've done homeschooling, uh, where you would actually go to people's houses, you do homeschool your own children, yes. but you are just an advocate for education. First of all, welcome to Rashad Ali, Yay! my personal page. Happy to have you, Ty, and uh, just tell the people a little bit about yourself before we get into, you know, some of the things that they can actually write down and implement as we navigate uh, through these uncharted waters of becoming educators in yes. our homes. Yes. <laughs> So um, my name is Ty Lewis from Educationally Speaking, Center for Learning, and we are the bridge that connects the child to the curriculum. I am uh, a CEO, an author, a special education advocate, a content creator, a wife, a mom, um, oh my God, a momager, uh, everything. Yeah. Just everything. Yeah, yeah. But you have, you just have this passion for education when we, I do. Uh, yeah, we first met at the brown girls um uh pretty brown seminar. girls pretty brown girls that's yes. right that my one of my sorority sisters does uh pretty brown girls so it was an amazing but you and i just had an instant connection yes. and one of the things i loved about you you were very very passionate about education she's like we gotta get these babies reading we gotta get these i was like oh she's and literally that same summer my daughter attended your camp and uh, she's been thriving ever since. Can't wait, can't wait for her to get back into your hands once this is all over. Uh, but let's start there, you know, let's start with uh, your passion for students and that, that thing that makes them click. What is it that the, I think that the gift that you have to get students to click? I think for me, it's understanding the student and their needs and meeting them where they are. And so just working in the public school system, you see a lot. And I was tired of working with children in a 12th grade that were reading on a first and second grade level. It's heartbreaking. And so, you know, when you talk about resources and making sure that every child has access to the curriculum, if we can be honest, and I'm sure that there are teachers on this live, you cannot do what you want to do in the classroom. And now because, because of this pandemic, all of the parents are thrust into this situation. So you literally cannot do what you want to do in a classroom full of 28, 29, or 35 children. So um, I resigned in 2015, and I wanted to make sure that when every child stepped into my building, that we were offering them, number one, a future and a hope, and number two, that we were making sure that we were catering to their learning style and making sure that we were educating the whole child 
because you can talk about academics, but you can't do anything with academics if you're not talking about the mental piece, the social, emotional piece, and the spiritual piece. So when children come to my building, I am their advocate. I am everything that they need. I'm at their piano recitals, football games, wherever. I'm their mother away from their mom. I'm feeding them. Look, you know. So Yes, absolutely. Every, look, everything that they need, that's what we're going to be. And for our parents, it's a safe place. And so when they talk about separating education and ministry, I can't do that because this is what I was called to do. And so I have parents that come to me and confide in me and I have my little prayer room and, and it becomes the village concept. What we miss in the public school system where parents can actually sit in my building and they'll say it's something about this place that's changing us and my child's life will forever right. be changed because of the work that you're doing yes yes so um it's been proven and i'm really happy um you know god is is so amazing because i know where you were before the pandemic you were transitioning you were doing different yes. things but now look how God has repositioned you. And now Listen. so many parents and teachers are like flocking to you like, help, yes. help us get through this. Yes. So that is what we're going to do today. Um, but how do you feel that God has just kind of flip this thing and, and, and showing you, continuing to show you favor. Man, listen, um, this is what I tell people. When you are a praying woman and you are building the kingdom and when you put him first, you will not lack. And I'll never forget about two months ago, I sent a text message out to my team. And I was like, y'all, mobilize yourself and get ready. We're about to move online. And I didn't know what was going to happen. I was just like, I know what he spoke to me, get in position. Girl, two months later, we're just, I mean, overwhelmed with phone calls. It's crazy. But the thing about it is, I lost one parent and it was due to the pandemic because she lost her job. All of our clients stayed on board. We were able to have a seamless movement from in-house and all of our students are now online, no hiccups. We were able to still provide resources. We're still doing um, things online. We had Spirit Week last week. Um, my youngest daughter is reading every Monday, Wednesday and Friday to our children online. This week we have extracurricular activities online. We've built our own online academy so parents could um have has the ability to access different classes and so when i say he turned this thing around when you are obedient and you're really the work and it's not about you and you are about serving others listen doors will open your name will drop in rooms that you didn't even have any business in and you're like listen god show me the favor yeah Just favor me <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things that we want to talk about is finding the, finding the joy in homeschooling. So, so many parents were like, how am I going to do this? I always honored teacher. I grew up, you know, my dad's an educator, my husband's an educator. So I always knew how much teachers did, but I didn't yeah. know how much y'all really did until Child. being thrust into this. So how can parents find joy in homeschooling? How? So this is a so this is the first thing that I want to say. Um, I don't want to call this homeschooling because when you homeschool in a crisis, you minimize the joy that we find in homeschooling. Okay. And so um, 
there are different types of homeschooling, Charlotte Mason, Montessori, unschooling, traditional, so on and so forth. And so we want to make sure that we're saying that we are parenting and we are teaching in this crisis because I, I see all of the memes and everything like that. And when we think about homeschooling and then we put it like in a negative connotation, you, you take the joy out of it. And so yeah. homeschool, what it is, is me finding that, that, that thing that works with my family because every family is different and yeah. every family is going to look different. So you find joy by creating what works for you in your house, determining uh, a routine and schedule that works for your family, making sure that you're transitioning your children from public school setting because it's traumatic for our babies. It's they miss their their friends, they miss their teachers, they miss recess at school. And so we want to make sure that we're transitioning them from the classroom to our home, making that uh, differentiating between I'm your mother or daddy. And then now guess what? I'm your teacher. And so that's a fight. And you have to make sure that you make the situation comfortable for them. So this I wish we had this conversation earlier because I mm -hmm. wish parents just took maybe two or three or four days, even the first week um, to just say, listen, let's just act, get acclimated to this new norm. Let's watch mm -hmm. some movies. Let's pop some popcorn. You want to do math and fractions? Let's do a cooking lesson. And then we can move into the work. I see someone said every family isn't going to have someone as educated as you in their house most of the time. And that is correct. And we'll get to that because we'll talk about the equity piece and how children are suffering right now due to this pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. And so, um, so remember that, Rashawn. Um, okay. So um, when, again, we just want to make sure that our children are, you know, have the best and, and comfortable environment and then they're staying on schedule and they have the routine that you're making sure that you're informed, you're staying in contact with their teacher, um, if need be the principal. If you have a child, and we'll talk about this later, with an IEP, this is so important. Make sure that you're looking at the IEP, that you're studying the goals and objectives, and that you're reaching out to all of the people who provide related services to your child. That's the okay. occupational therapist. That is the physical therapist, the speech language pathologist, and the special education teacher, because everybody has a hand in making sure that your child has access to the curriculum. Wow. Wow. Okay. So like, like people said, you don't have a you in your home. They don't have a Smitty. Like he is an educator. He can stay on top of Carter and do what he needs to do. What do those parents who just are like, it's still in shock after th week three, man, what do, how can, how can they, how can they navigate this thing properly? Uh, call me. <laughs> so that's that's number one. Call me. Um, I would say, honestly, use your resources. So everybody knows a teacher. Okay, that, yes, I mean, everybody knows the teacher. And so reach out to the teacher, your friend, your teacher friend, and use their resources. Ask them to help you. Um, parents DM me all of the time. I am always on my business page. I am readily available to assist you. Um, the teachers, and let me say this, it's different for every school system, but mm -hmm. the teachers 
are in place. They're um, providing the distance learn the virtual learning piece. They're also asking and answering questions for you. And so as parents, we just have to use our resources. And I'm trying to read the questions too. Yeah. We just have to use our resources that are in place. Like I tell my parents all the time, and you're on my page, and I'm fussing at my parents. I have a blog that your school counselors, thank you. I'm so, I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah. That is true. School counselors right now, especially for children who are, have the traumatic experiences, who are going through that emotional, social, emotional piece, they need the school counselors. Utilize all of your services. Um, and so I tell my parents, we have the resources available. So all you have to do is go through the resources, go to the Georgia Department of Education, everything you need to know that is going to affect your child due to COVID-19 is on the website. So when you talk about assessments, when you talk about um, uh, grading, and we'll talk about that in a, sec in a second, it's there for you. And so you may not understand, I saw this meme the other day that was like, every child is, uh, every child is coming home with this new math you know the standard algorithms oh. <laughs> but they're <laughs> listen, the worst thing ever it is not it is not the worst thing ever it is amazing okay. because the way that we learn math it's giving children different algorithms and different ways and it's meeting their learning styles and so when we say we want you to carry um that's not the way that it's supposed to be. So we're teaching children about place value because we're teaching them about the value of the number and the importance of regrouping. And so that is why you see all of these standard algorithms and the traditional way or four or five ways to do math and you have a headache, but at the end of the day, you're giving children who may not understand the standard way or traditional way of doing things, another way to do some, to do math. Right. But it just, I'm just like, just carry the one. So I'm just put it over the top. No, nah. <laughs> no, 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 you Man, can't I know, I know. Uh, the, the Rebel Tony says he wants to inbox you. He has a, a personal question. Come um, on. So please inbox make sure you please. do that at Educationally Speaking. Um, yes. I don't know how to pin. I got to learn how to pin something. I don't know how um, to pin. This, this, teach, this person said many, and I want to speak to that too. Um, this is a new, a new thing. We're, we're in a new season. And yes. so this young lady just said, you know, this is a new, a new, a learning curve. And so I remember when my mom was in the classroom teaching and they introduced computer taste, uh, computer based testing. And so all of the teachers had to learn how to type on the computer. My mom was maybe two years shy of retirement and she like would she retired early because she couldn't, you know, use the computer. And so while people on the outside are looking in and everybody is trying to dictate the way we teach and you can't do it this way and why do teachers have so many breaks and so on and so forth. And now you get to see our reality. Mm -hmm. And yes. so this teacher said this is a learning curve for her because now everybody is on this break. Teach My husband is an educator. Um, our children are homeschooled. He's trying to teach from home. They're asking to do Google Classroom and they're implementing all of these things from the top down. And so these teachers are trying to catch up and they're yes. weary. You know, they're trying to meet the needs of 100 and plus kids, especially if you're in middle grades and they want to make sure that all of their children, their scholars are, are turning in their work. And how do you keep up with all of this stuff? And so everybody is struggling. It's not just the parents. It's right. the, the educators. And 
the, honestly, like I'm sitting in on calls at town home, uh, town hall meetings and superintendents and, and principals, they don't know what to do. This yes. is new. People are asking about retention and some states are talking about social promotion and some um, children are going back to the same grade that they came out of. Y'all. Yeah. Like, wow. It's, it's a lot. And so, yeah. um, one of the things I want to, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. We'll talk about No, no, we, we, we did that. I'm glad that that teacher, that teacher mentioned that being, being a teacher, um, because, uh, you know, you talk to people and like, well, she's only getting an hour with her teacher and her teacher's not doing this. Her teacher, I'm like, this is new for everybody. everybody. Just like you were saying. And there was just a, a um, one of the, one of the followers, one of the people here said that uh, at first her child was getting busy work. And then she talked about, I guess she talked about it with, with the teacher and they've, you know, since uh, changed it, but we're all walking in this together. How can yeah. parents be a little bit more patient? while picking up the, the quote unquote skills that we now need to have inside the home? First, just breathe. And Amen. so you, one thing that I've learned is that you, you there is no Superman, Superwoman cape. And mm -hmm. so you can't be everything to everybody. You have a job, your children are homeschooling, you probably have them somewhere in a corner doing their thing, your husband is at home, you know, you're trying to just get your house together. So I want you to breathe. I want you to understand that it's going to be all right. And so at the end of the day, yes, you have package. Yes, your child has to turn in work. But if you read and if you stay informed, you'll know that school systems are only taking three grades for the rest of the semester. At the end of the day, watch my mouth. Your child is going to the next grade. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about this, it's because it's an equity piece. And when you talk about equity, it's because people up here don't have the same thing as people down here. So it's that technology piece. Everybody doesn't have access to the internet. Um, there are children that are literally home right now and they don't have any work done. Like I'm talking to parents and they don't have virtual learning. Their child is literally just sitting at home. And so you cannot determine if a child is ready to go to the next grade uh, from March 13th, because that's again where the equity piece comes in. And again, where where's your data? You have mm -hmm. to track the child. And so you have kids that uh, are being pulled for EIP um, in the early intervention program. And then you have students um, in special that have special needs. So they have an IEP. And then you have what we call those bubble kids who are just doing okay and because they're out they may fall you know and fail a little and then you have those accelerated kids that they may be okay and then you have those kids that are just making it and so the question becomes what are we doing next and the answer was we don't know yes and so wow it, it it is it it's it's a money issue because when you have a group of children going to school in the United States, going back to school, and you're talking about funding for children to meet their needs and to bring them back where they are, it's not possible. Wow. There, there's no manpower. There's not enough money. And so this is what I tell my parents. If you know that you have a child that has a deficit, do not delay. And so when you talk about from March 13th, all the way to uh, May, August. that's about roughly oh. 10, I'm talking about yeah. now, 10, 10 12 weeks. Yeah. And so your yeah. child, even with the virtual learning, is missing 10 to 12 weeks. Watch me. Two weeks of learning that is not intentional, 
equals one month of learning loss. Wow. So when we talk about the summer slide, oh, it's real. And when you talk about children who are just sitting at home and the work is not intentional, it's real. And so we're going to have an influx of children going back to school if we're allowed to go back to school in August and teachers are going to be pulling their hair out because they are not going to know what to do. This is a good one. Lil Z yes. Coates says, parents are now positioned to take ownership of the learning process and engage teachers more actively. So the there's been a paradigm shift there. Yes. 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 And yes. so we as parents have to take ownership and say, you know, I may not know what to do, but that goes back to that, that piece. But I can find out. I can Google. I yes. can reach out to experts in the area. Mm -hmm. I can do what I need to do. I can talk to the teacher. Shout out to Atlanta Public Schools. Like for children, their special needs department. Shout out to Dr. Katika Lovett. Every special ed teacher is on point. They are reaching out to their caseloads. They're having conferences with teachers. IEP meetings are still going on. So shout out to APS. Um, Cobb County Schools is doing a great job as well. I'm not sure about other districts. This is just what I know and what I'm hearing. So yeah. we just have to make sure that we as uh, parents. I, uh, yeah, I got I'm, one. I'm reading too. Okay, that we as parents, again, take ownership. Go ahead. Okay, so dimples, dimples. Uh, this is <laughs> dimples. Hey. Well, I'm sensing, she said, he or she said, I'm sensing here is an excuse for parents to not be a parent. I had no thought of not being successful because not being successful was not an option in my parents' home. Key phrase, in my parents' home. Right. Everybody's parent is not like that. My parents right. didn't, didn't take no mess either. But you got to think about the majority, or I'm not going to say the majority. I'm not going to say that. That's too much of a broad statement. But you, there, is, there are a sector of parents that don't give a damn. And, and, it, and, and that's why you have that gap in literacy. It, Rashawn knows, like, I'm, I will fight you about reading. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Because I know the statistics. I know the data. And so, um, and I know what our children, I know what it looks like. And so when, when my parents are like, they'll say, you're so passionate. I get so upset because when, when, when so let me, I keep it real. It's no, it's black and white with me, no in between. So when your child is being pulled for EIP, right? And your child has a deficit. That's the early intervention program. Oh, okay. EIP. Okay. Because so, that's different from IEP. Yes. Yes. So that's IEP is special ed. And so when your child is, and that's, uh, the, when they get pulled for EIP, that's like tier three um, intervention piece. And so when your child is pulled, they are not, and say your child has a deficit in reading. And the deficit is in phonics or phonemic awareness, which is the first area of reading. They're not going to go back to phonemic awareness or phonics. They are going to remediate your child on the grade level, but they're going to differentiate instruction. And so what's happening? Your child is still frustrated. Behavior problems may occur. And your child is going to hate school because they still have not targeted the deficit. They're just teaching on another level. Mm. And so that's the issue. And so you see all of these children falling through the gap because there are no phonics programs in a few schools, okay? And then let's be honest, if there's a phonics program, the, uh, they're, they're not being taught correctly. Um, and so there's that gap. 
and, and, and it's a problem. And so the gap is going to continue to get wider because just like, you know, the lady said, yeah, education is important in your house. Education is important in my house. They knew when I, when I came to the school, oh, I was about to set it off. They knew mm -hmm. my name, my email address, social security number, everything. <laughs> but it is because it's important in our house. So it's not important everywhere. And so, yeah. you know, it's just, it is it, what it, it is. That is what it is. But again, I think one of the best things, the most, one of the simplest things you've stated that everybody knows a teacher. And so if there's a lack there, please reach out to any teacher that you know, because so many people, even on Facebook and Instagram, they, would, they were like raising their hands, I'm a teacher, I'm a teacher. But I want to get to a couple of things because a lot of people are asking about yes. standardized tests. I remember you Bomb. telling me, yeah, right when I was like, well, you know, because she was, my daughter is, yeah. is, a, is a, you know, pretty average student right on the cusp on those milestones. And I'm like, what is, what is that going to mean? But then they were canceled. But what does this mean for, for, you know, they grade these babies on these standardized tests. And now with this pandemic and us being out of school, what is this going to mean in the future? Do we even know yet? It, so we don't know. And um, they canceled all of the tests. So end uh, of course, Georgia milestones, the writing assessment, you know, everything. And so what does this mean? It means that we were still able to function in the classroom and teach and meet every child's needs and assess them, uh, formative assessments and, you know, giving them exit tickets and things like that. And we really didn't need Georgia Milestones or anything else to say where our children are. Because right. if you're an educator and you're tracking them every day or every week, you already know where your students are. And mm -hmm. so what's happening is um, I I'm in so I, I, I split the fence. I'm an advocate of assessments and then I'm not because mm -hmm. um, if you don't use it for fear. And so our children have so much anxiety mm -hmm. um, and because of the testing and, the, and testing is now becoming something you hold over your head for the CCPRI and um, for, for, you know, stakeholders and for money and things like that because everybody is benefiting except our children. Mm. And, and so testing is now out the window and everybody is at peace. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I would say that I am because I even I go back to my SAT, ACT days while I was a straight A student, co-salutatorian of my class. It took me yeah. six or seven times to do well on the SAT. I just wasn't a good test taker. And, and um, that's like me. I'm, I'm not a good test taker, but I am an expert in my content. Does mm -hmm. that make me a bad? There are so many factors. I, I taught in Title I. So you had children that came to school eating Cheetos and drinking soda about to take a test. Yeah. And so they didn't have sleep. And, and, and then their parents may be yelling at them before they got out the car or somebody may have died the night before. We don't know. There are so many factors. Factors, right. Yeah. And then they're babies. They're, mm -hmm. they're kids. And so mm -hmm. we're expecting them to take information they've learned from August to April, take this test and then say, oh, by the way, you didn't meet or you did meet and you have a little bit, you know, more to go, or you're distinguished. What, what, what kind of, but anyway. Yeah, that's the, yeah. So <laughs> I do, I, I do want to get to uh, children with disabilities and learning differences. What we have learned um, with our younger daughter that um, throughout this process, even the, in the first three, three weeks now that we've been doing this, is that that she learns differently than yes. obviously our older daughter, 
but she just even in the just just in the way she processes information yes. and for folks like us who are learning new things about our children how do we um help ourselves uh with our students and then let's also couple that with you know those those children who are autistic and have disabilities i know that's pretty a, a pretty big question yeah. but how do we navigate those things? Okay, so first, homeschooling changed my life. That's number one. And just like you said, Rashawn, it allowed me to see things in my children that I wasn't able to see in the classroom. So they were going right. to, to school from eight to four, coming home, grabbing a snack, going out to, to dance, to gymnastics. And so I'm missing an entire day or window with my child. And so mm -hmm. there were deficits and there were little things that now in homeschool, I'm able to tweak and I see the difference. Like my youngest daughter, she brings all of her dolls down when we're homeschooling and is in a gymnastic pose while reading a book and here that's fine her shoes are off she can't do that in the classroom and her learning right. style is visual so I'm able to cater to her needs and my oldest daughter she's quiet and she's just doing her work and and it takes her maybe a little longer to process things and so I'm able to you know meet her needs and use strategies and resources that will benefit her so during this time at home I would just say to get to know your child in their learning style because yes. the learning style is so important and the learning style dictates the way that you teach your child because yes. every child is not visual if, like for me I cannot follow uh instructions well I can't follow instructions but I can't follow recipes and directions and but if you if I see the picture on a desk I could put the pic the desk together based on the picture I can't follow recipes but if I smell or if I look at the ingredients in the recipe Listen, my food is off the chain. <laughs> so, so, but I mean, and, and just because I can't follow the, the recipe or the instructions in the manual doesn't mean that, that I have a learning disability. It just means that I need somebody to cater to my needs in the way that I learn. And so you may teach through music. You may mm -hmm. teach through, you know, the visual aids. You may teach um, your child if they're auditory learners. A lot of our babies in kindergarten, they don't need to sit all day. They need to be kinesthetic learners. They need manipulatives to work with their little hands. Get in that kitchen and cook with your child, like I said earlier. You know, do little things that, you know, that matter and that will keep them engaged. Um, and so, as you were saying, as far as um, it relates to children, you know, with IEPs, it, it's so difficult because it's such a, a broad range. And yes. so, number one, I'm holding parents responsible. Some of you guys are signing IEPs and you don't know what's going on. So mm. the first thing that you need to do is before an IEP meeting, you need to get a draft of that IEP. And you need to call someone like me to advocate on your behalf. And mm. so what we do is we read through the IEP, we read the goals and objectives, we look at the data, we make sure that the data matches where your child is, and the goals and objectives match, matches where your child is. I was sitting in an IEP meeting, and the child, because the child went to my center, or goes to my center, and they were reading um, roughly 33 words per minute. Their goal was for, for them to read, by the end of the year, 92 words per minute. How? Mm. no so tap the mama on the shoulder what we're not about to do 
is do this. Mm -hmm. So you're going to increase maybe 45, maybe 50 words per minute, but not from 33 to 90 something words per minute. That's not going to happen. And so you need to make sure again that you, you get the draft, have someone look over it, especially if you don't understand the language, and then make sure that the goals and objectives, they don't meet the standards, not the grade level standards. No. At, at, that is not what we're doing. They meet the needs of your child. Yes. And so when you're in that meeting, you advocate for your child. You go hard for your child. So when things like this happen, guess what? You can bring that IEP home. You can use the accommodations and modifications. Your child has access to assistive technology. Um, and you have access again to the teachers, uh, the setting. You have to think about the setting that your child is in. You want them in the best setting that meets their needs. A lot of yes. parents are advocating for their children to be in a reg regular education classroom. And that's, that's great. I get that. However, it's damaging to the child because say a child has a processing deficit and they have specific learning um, disability. And they're sitting in the classroom and you're like, I want my child in the classroom. I want them with the regular kids. And so we have to think that special education is a label that's going to damage our kids. And we mm -hmm. have to understand that special education is something that can be beneficial to our kids if we use it the right way. Watch right. it for us. Okay, we can use special education to our advantage. You can have all of the accommodations and modifications that you need. You can have all of the goals and objectives written correctly, assistive technology. Listen, and so I'm going to say this. When I go from north to south, because I I'm a, uh, was a special edu education assistive technology specialist, those parents will go and have their kids being pulled for private lessons, for a private school, um, they had iPads, any assistive technology that they needed. And then when I went with us, the, our parents didn't even know what assistive technology was. Mm. And so, yes, they do offer modifications in college. You can take your, I, yes, you can still have accommodations and modifications in college. Um, please email, uh, DM me, please. And then I'll walk you through that process. Um, and so somebody said, Rashawn, can you write this down? How does the school year affect the seniors going to college? So we can okay. talk about that. And so, um, you special education is not a label. Okay. It's not a label. It, it doesn't mean that your child is dumb. It means that your child is, is special in their own way and they learn differently. And so when we see the beauty in that and then use the resources that are given to us, we'll, baby, we'll be on and popping. Okay. So, the, so, so, so what, what I'm understanding is a lot when we, when a lot of us get these IEPs, we're one, not asking the questions. Right. And two, not really being given the information about the resources that are available to us. It, with it depends IEP. on the school system. Okay, got like, it. So in a lot of meetings that I've attended, our teachers are thorough. But they, there have been meetings that I've been to where parents are just signing papers. And I'm like, but what, what are you doing? And they literally have no idea the services or anything that's, that's available to, to them. Wow. They don't, no idea. They don't even know how many hours their child is getting in special education. We have to stop. We, that, yeah. That's that accountability. We have to stop. Yeah. Yes, yes, And yes. so we have to make sure, even if we're not knowledgeable, special education, like I charge for special education ad advocacy, but it's not expensive. But if you um, 
have are if you're having financial difficulties, there uh, are free advocates for you. And so you mm -hmm. can take these people in a meeting with you. And some mm -hmm. of bulldogs like, I don't play. I'm a yes. bulldog. Oh, and so I think they can tell yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Shelly Nicole 2.11 said, I'm a, I'm a speech language pathologist and our parents haven't a clue a lot of the time, just like we just they said. Don't. Yeah. She's telling the truth. Yes, yes. They're just yes. signing and, and they're just saying, I want my child in special ed or my child is, <sighs> yeah, we, yeah. We, we have to do better. Yeah. We, we do. We have to do better. So for, you know, we're all navigating this together. Obviously, you can be one of our resources at Educationally Speaking um, Scheduling. Um, what I have learned with my child and knowing now, not having sat in the classroom, a room with her since she, you know, she's in the fourth grade now. But what I do know is my baby needs breaks. My baby needs breaks after a long period of time of studying. So we're learning how to not so much cater to what the teacher says has to be done, but cater right. to her learning style right. and what she needs. And right. it has been quite effective. How can parents not be so tight on what, what is being sent from school and just kind of learn how to implement what they need to do for their child? And, um, and, and will that be advantageous when all this is over? I don't, you know. Okay, so. Yes, that was a, I know that was a weighted question. I know it's not. It's, it's yeah, it's heavy because the my major concern is that our children are gonna are going to go back and they're going to be so lost. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. That, but that's why we're here. We're giving we're giving people as much information as we can. I'm gonna put this on my podcast. And then we just I know so our kids are going to be so lost, and the learning gap is going to be so significant. Um, parents, like I said before, do what you can, um, cater to their learning style. A child should not be sitting from like eight to, to four or eight to three, mm -mm. break it up. So let them learn for 45 minutes. Let them, um, do an activity. One thing that really helps children is if you let them, um, take ownership for their learning. So allow them to create their schedule. Let them join in with you to just, again, take ownership and say, you know, I want to do math first or I want to do reading first. And when they feel like they are involved, you will see a better child. This is the same thing with reading. A lot of parents harp on, you know, my child has to read this certain book. I don't want you to read Dork Diaries because it's full of pictures and y'all, required reading is at school. If your child is reading, be happy because of that. Allow your child to read at home. And so, um, man, I'm, I'm scared. Yeah. For our children, um, and so homeschooling is not the same as a traditional classroom. At the end of the day, I go on record as saying, do what you can mm -hmm. and reach out. Like we offer, we offer virtual, virtual tutoring right now. So we have packages. And at the end of this broadcast, whoever stays on long enough until the end and you've liked my page, I'm giving away four free sessions. Yes. Um, so, um, well, I'm giving away eight free sessions. Mm. And so that is me saying, I am serious. I am stepping up to the plate. Um, I am a stakeholder. I am about the village and about community. And so we 
really have to rally around each other. And parents, I'm talking to you right now. I know that this is a lot, but if you see your child struggling and you have the financial ability to invest in your child, you need to invest in your child. And so let me tell you what to look for because they, there are a lot of tutoring centers because people can talk really well. But if your child is not walking the door and they are not assessing your child in order to drive instruction, you need to run. Any parent that comes to me and says, CEO Ty, my child is in the third grade and can you teach them on the third grade level? I politely escort them to my waiting room, ask them to have a seat, and I say, let us do what we do. And so we see our children moving significant, significantly, sometimes 20 and 30 points on a, on a standardized assessment because we're intentional about meeting them where they are. If your child is in the third grade performing on a first grade level and somebody lies to you and says that they can get them on a third grade level, you need to fight them because it's not the truth. So we're going to bring, meet them where they are and then bring them up because mm -hmm. it's enough of, you know, not meeting the needs because there's so many kids in the classroom in the public school. So you have to invest in your child. Stop eating out. Uh, cancel some subscriptions. Do what you have to do in order for your child. Y'all, it, it, it's, it's so important. Do what you need to do because you don't want your child to grow up and then miss learning and, and they're not able to function in life. Give them a chance. Give mm -hmm. them an opportunity to be somebody. I'm sorry. Right. I'm so emotional. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, I mean, it's a... It's just an emotional time, like what yes. we, all of what we're dealing with. But we're so glad that we have people like you and so many of the uh, of the um, I'm saying listeners like I'm on radio. But so many people who are um, commenting are just are, are talking about, you know, the village and even those people who say, well, some people can't afford tutoring. But like you said, take away some of the, the Jordans, uh, take yeah. away some of those, you know, just so those those little things that we can tweak in our budget. And then, you know, there, there are some amazing resources like the Khan Academy. I, I was turned on to the Khan Academy online. Can you talk about some of those free resources that parents yes. can actually go and study I uh, sure so that will. we can help? Yeah. Um, so let me say this. Free resources are amazing, but they're going to get you what you pay free. You have to invest later mm -hmm. on. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. I have a blog, educationallyspeaking.blog. And if you go to my page, Educationally Speaking, you click the link in my bio, it will take you to everything that I'm talking about right now. So I have a blog. In the blog, um, it's outlined for you. I have curriculum outlined for you. Just every how to homeschool. Everything that you need is there, and it's free. And so my YouTube channel, if you go on YouTube, Educationally Speaking Center for Learning, I literally have... Uh, videos in the five areas of reading and they are categorized like that in phonemic awareness, phonics, fluency, vocabulary, and comprehension. Do you know parents will still not go on? Mm. And so that's the issue that I have. So we're giving out free resources, but are you going to utilize those, re those free resources? Yes. So that's the question. So Khan right. Academy is an amazing resource. If you're having difficulty you need to go to engagenewyork.org. Y'all, the lesson plans are there. Literally with everything you need, the materials, the books, it's for ELA reading and for math. Y'all, it even has the answers, okay? 
it can't get any better than that. So if your child is doing um, a math problem in the uh, 11th grade and you don't know how to do it, you can say, you don't have to say four plus four is what? Just look at the paper. Oh, and your child will think you are, oh, the greatest thing ever. The answers are there. The, the teacher resources are there. EngageNewYork.org. All right. So yes. that's what I say. And so I love it because it's a critical thinking piece and it's, it's amazing. And so your child, it's not standard math, standard reading is going to go in depth. Those author and me questions. It's not the standard. What did Billy have on when he went outside to play? No. Uh, can you make predictions? What, um, what is the author trying to say? Or it's talking about cat, uh, uh, characterization and thinking about why the author uh, talked or made this character this way in the passage and mm -hmm. if you were the uh, author how would you change the ending it has the writing pieces so it has your child key all right so again it's the math pieces another um, excellent resource is read theory read theory is amazing so I love read theory because it projects the child's reading level as well as gives you the the lexile level why is this important it's important because you need the lexile level and so let me say this the lexile level doesn't necessarily correlate to the grade level but the lexile le level gives you um or, or tells you what the books that your child should be um, reading. And so when mm -hmm. you go to the library, you can go on Lexile.com, type in the book. And so if your child's Lexile level is a 565, they can pull the book from that level. And mm -hmm. so now your child is reading on their Lexile level. And you're not um, having your child read below the Lexile level. You're, you're having them read above. And so it also helps because your child is not choosing books that's too challenging for them. Mm -hmm. And so that's a great, a great resource. So it gives you, again, the um, grade level as well as the um, Lexile level. Another resource, and you, this is, teachers can access this. I'm not sure if parents can access this. Common Lit. What common lit is the truth. It tests your child, uh, shows where they are um, with other students in the U.S., and it gives them reading passages that um, are coupled with other reading passages that so they have the paired text. You can choose the child's grade level, their lexile level, the skill and the standard that they're working on. So it's a great resource. Readworks.org. It's free, y'all. So you pull based on the standard, the lexile level, the grade level, the skill, y'all. And if your child has a deficit in reading, it reads to your child too. And so they can annotate the text. I just, if you go to my YouTube channel, I did a lesson about annotating the text, which is very important because it allows your child to write notes, to ask questions that they have about the text so that they can discuss later on. So that's a very important skill that your child needs to have. All of these things are very important and are things that you can be doing at home that will benefit your child. Easy CBM vocabulary, reading, math. It gives your child assessments. Y'all, it's free. Right. I don't know what else to tell you. Go, say your blog one more time because people are asking. Say it slowly. It's educationallyspeaking.blog. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Okay, that one question that you wanted me to write down, uh, the school, how will the school year affect seniors 
going to college? Okay, so um, a lot, and I'm looking on the Georgia Department of Education, so just doing research, again, a lot of people don't know. And so some colleges are um, foregoing like their entrance exams, the SAT, ACT. So they're saying, look, just come. Just come, just come on in. And so while we're thinking, oh my gosh, this is a bad season, baby, this is the yeah. best season to be in, okay? Yeah. Right. Listen, the best season yeah. to be in. So, um, yes, educationally speaking, dot blog. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, um, again, I'm sorry, y'all. If you go to my page, it's in my, the link is in my bio on my page, so it takes you to everything. My YouTube channel, my blog, my website, the online academy, everything. Um, and so... Grading, can we talk about grading? I know yeah. college. So grading right now is pass fail. Watch this. So I I want to uh remind you, go to your, your school's website, your district's website, Cobb, APS is, is is navigating different from Cobb, Gwinnett, Fulton. Some people, so with APS, they were saying I believe you need the teachers are only going to give three grades for the rest of the year. See, uh, seniors is four grades. Okay. Wow. Watch. You cannot fail a child because how are you determining if a child who was failing on March 13th is still failing now? Mm -hmm. Use this to your Listen to me closely. Use this to your advantage. Okay. Um, get them the help they need, but use this to your advantage. Um, so you can't retain a child because there's no way to track the child, especially when you only have three grades, not possible. Okay. So, um, for, they have the pass fail options K through eight. And so for high school, it looks differently. You need to contact your district based on high school. Um, and so the parents, I believe in Cobb County, they said they have the option to get a numerical grade or pass fail grade. And so the grade will be based on March 13th. Watch oh, this wow. parents. You do not accept a failing grade, watch me, if your child hasn't been pulled for EIP, if you have not received notice, if you haven't had a parent-teacher conference and they've told you that your child was already failing, uh -uh, don't you do it. Don't you, I'll fight you through the screen. Do <laughs> not do it. They cannot fail your child. Wow. Okay? That's great. No. Yes. They, can, yes. they cannot fail your child. Wow. You have to have no, like I had a mama that was about the, I was, I was, girl, if you call me one more time. And so I, I, I advocate for my parents and then I train my parents. And so when you're at my center, parents at my center have an advantage because, because I teach them how to navigate the education world. And so what you're not about to do is worry me to death about a grade because I'm teaching you. And so the school mm -hmm. say, oh, your child is failing. Oh, you, oh let's see your tie, see the data. And then I'm going to write up a nice little letter. <laughs> and and yes. like I had a child was about to fail. No, not on my watch. What, mm -hmm. what can I see the data? And no, 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 no. And, and the child went on to see what the end was going to be. No, we're not playing that game. Right. And right. so you, you have to be smart. So the, uh, the difference uh, between EIP yes. is early intervention. So EIP is like tier three before they get into special education. And so that is one of the ways that they um, implement strategies and um, strategies to work with your child. And if on that level, it's not working, that's when they move into the uh, testing process for your child uh, to be tested for special education. And so wow. there are tiers. 
All right. So there's yeah. the classroom and then, you know, you're working with your child and then it's EIP pull out and then special education. Like, yes. RTI. Yeah. Response okay. to intervention. That's what exactly what it is. Thank you. I'm sorry if right. I use uh, the jargon teacher jar. Please just correct me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what RTI? What? The what? EIP? <laughs> okay. So numeric grades, the final grades, uh, pass, fail, and so uh, they're talking about scholarships. Go to the Georgia Department of Education. It's on. They're talking about it's the federal waiver, approved federal assessment waiver, um, and the state testing. So it's giving you all the information. And instead of me going through, I know I'm wiping sweat too, the re right. requirements and everything, it's right there. Okay. okay. And so there are a lot of people who are not just from Georgia. I got some Maryland people. So you would suggest that to go to their- Go uh, to your- their, your state's county website. the district right oh, okay the state's website okay yes. yes uh there was a question about a 504 plan the 504 plan uh gives 504 plan um is usually for a child with uh add attention deficit disorder uh adhd um that don't fall under any of the categories for special education and so they give them the yeah. 504 so they get a few accommodations and modifications but um not is not like a child with an iep basically they could get more time and so they get test. time for testing that time and a half piece um and then again the accommodations and modifications but it does not look for, uh, it does not look like an IEP. My center is located in South Atlanta off of Fairburn Road. And my address is in my link in my bio. Okay. But mo obviously everything is, is virtual now. And yes, everything, Again, is, everything right now. And I have a team of tutors. Y'all, my tutors are bad. First of all, they were trained by me. That's number one. But when I say bad, right, they are old. They are bad to the bone you yes. know and so because they know in my in, in my house because we call our center my house in my house if you're not doing right you got to go because it's about right. educating our kids and if you right. are not in the business of impacting lives and educating our scholars i love you but you gotta go right so can Here's a child a have an IEP and a 504 no they either have one or the other you either have a 504 or you have an iep and if Got you have it. questions yeah. about that, I'll answer, uh, DM me. Okay, yes. Give everybody your information one more time. This has been excellent information. That's what all the comments have been saying. A lot of teachers have chimed in and a lot of parents are saying thumbs up for this information. I'm so glad that we decided to, to jump on and I'm going to download this and put it on my podcast. The Cool Sword Podcast. Because yes. CEO Ty is a member of Delta Sigma Theta. Uh, she represents the ladies of DST very yeah. well all the time. That's why and, my uh, baby Carter is going to be a Delta. Uh, see, this is where we're going to have to end the conversation. <laughs> because my look, my followers know. Look, there, there's the pink and the green. Oh, R. God. Oh, God. It's all good. But yes. give everybody information one more time. Okay. Hey, Carter. There she is. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I don't want to make sure that we don't miss anything. So first, I want to say again, please join us um, on our Educationally Speaking page on Educationally Speaking on Facebook. And I have a page, Educationally Speaking, led by CEO Ty. It is a group. And it's, it's in the link in my bio. Y'all, we are doing free teaching, okay? Free, I'm uploading resources um, for you so that you can have. So 
that's first number one so join our group like my page you'll be able to contact me dm me i i am the one running my page you're not talking to anybody else it's me okay um and so i'm going to give you as much information as possible um go to our online academy the link is in my bio okay go to my online academy i have reading consultations uh, you can contact me for special education advocacy. You can do a reading co cohort with me. I train teachers to open tutoring businesses. So I do business coaching as well. Listen, if you do a session with me, I will snatch your life, your wig, and your edges. Okay? So listen, I get you <laughs> tight and right. Um, yes. That's right. You know I'm a Delta. That's you daggone right. We about our father's business. Oh, oh sorry. We're, we have to, oh, it's sorry. fine. It's fine. Okay. Go ahead. It's all, all right. good. So <laughs> our online academy, um, we, we are also doing virtual tutoring. We come to you on the screen. And so um, we have packages for that. DM me. Uh, my email is up in the link, educatespeak at gmail.com. Give me 24 hours, please. I usually answer right away. Uh, make sure you have your payment ready, all right? As soon as you have... Listen, I don't play. Run my money, all right? Um, and so um, we have that available. Also, um, we have our blog, educationallyspeaking.blog. I'm trying not to forget anything. Um, we have extracurricular activities. Today we had a cooking uh, yes. show online and we had a little bit of technical difficulties and that's okay. I almost freaked out, but it was great. Um, mm -hmm. Yesterday um, we had, what did we do yesterday? Lord, I forgot. Oh, let me look online. Keep talking. Uh, tomorrow we have art class. So that is pre-recorded. On Thursday we have fun, weird science. Um, and so he's coming to do a science experiment. And on Friday, we have STEM and we have PE. Y'all, if you, if you know me, I don't bring the riffraff. Everything no. that I do is in excellence. If it's not excellent, I do not roll it out. Um, we also have, uh, I told you about my daughter reading Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on um, our YouTube channel. Oh, I, my birthday was Sunday. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need you to tell me happy birthday. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> no, you told me happy birthday. <laughs> oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. You talking so, to people. Okay. Yes. So uh, my birthday was Sunday. And on Sunday, I dropped a resource for parents who have uh, children uh, roughly ages four to second grade. And so it's called, um, it's a reading ebook. It's called Read to Succeed. And it's a simple guide for early literacy. Guess what, y'all? In addition to that, I have an instructional video. So I'm very intentional about everything that I do. You're not just receiving an ebook. I'm going through the ebook with you. I'm telling you how you should say it. I'm showing you um, how to pronounce the sound. So some of y'all are saying, R says, er. I need y'all to stop. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. I'm teaching you how to say the sounds correctly. Um, every sound has a specific mouth placement. And so I'm, I'm, I'm showing you what to do. So you're not lost. You're mm -hmm. not lost. Um, I'm modeling everything. So we have that, the ebook. So it's $39, but it comes with, again, the instructional video. Download it today. Um, what else? Uh, my website, educationallyspeaking.net. Uh, we have summer school. I don't know what's going to happen because of COVID. 
guess what? If we don't have summer school in a building, we're still we'll going have to have virtual summer school. I don't play about school. Oh, yeah. Carter's Car going to be there this summer yes, for sure. Virtual. So we're going to, if it's not in the building, uh, honey, sight words, let's not even talk about it, okay? Do you have a class for adults? If you want to learn how to read, I have taught my dog how to read, okay? I, I have classes for adults. Whatever you need, I have it. Yes. Yes. Um, awesome. We also have resources. So if you go to my Teachers Pay Teachers website, and the link is in my bio on Instagram, I have downloadable, decodable books, okay, that include the child's Lexile level. I'm intentional. When I say I'm intentional, I am intentional. There is a specific way that your child should be learning how to read. Sight words is not it, okay? I have a reading consultation course. You go through with me, I promise your child will be on the 87th uh, reading grade level. <laughs> All right. So um, we have our <laughs> website. I'm sorry. The website, the blog, the YouTube channel, the online academy, um, reading, resources. Y'all, when I say I'm a wealth of walking information and I don't hold that information in, I, I want to share. Because at the yes. end of the day, I want to make sure that we are all winning. That is the yes. key. Nobody left. I, we're not competing. We're collaborating. And so everybody is winning. And I want my children to make it. Our children, and, I, and you'll hear me say time and time again, our children need access to the curriculum. And they do. So that's it. Awesome. Awesome. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, my love. I sure appreciate you. Uh, I love you. This has yes, been fantastic. God's work. I'm sorry. Yes. I yes. This is great. I'm glad that we got on together and uh, did it live. And, yes. Um, um, Bob, again, Sean, I'm sorry. Somebody said, yeah. how do I get to the communities? Again, if you go to my Instagram page and you click on the link in my bio, it will, it will lead you and I will just accept you into the community. So it's not paid. These are free. These are things that, that we talked about earlier that are free that you need to get on. And when I say I am thorough, I am there. Very. When you when I finish with you, you gonna be tired, okay? <laughs> I'm very, you, you you like I'm rough, I'm rough. Yes. but, but it's all in love though. Way. It's all in love empowered. though. Empowered. Yes, you. Yes. It is in love, and you're gonna walk away empowered, and you're going to walk away just feeling like you can do anything, and 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 your child is going to going to become more confident and can I say one more thing Rashad I know sure I, our children yes yeah, stop stop saying that your child hates reading they hate math they hate school it's not that it's that they are struggling and so that's a red flag mm -hmm. they're struggling and they they aren't able to articulate mommy daddy I'm struggling or whoever they stay with auntie but they are struggling and so it messes with their self-esteem. So speak life over yeah, speak life over your children. Declare, I don't know, everybody believes something different, but I'm talking as for me in my house. Declare mm -hmm. the word of God over your children. My children have a homeschool creed that I wrote. It's free, it's downloadable. I have a homeschool packet, okay, that is free. Declare the word over your children so that they can walk. In, 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 in expectation and they can have courage and they will have the ability to do what they are called to do, all right? 
So, you know, let's, let's empower, let's empower our children. Yes. They have enough yes. going on. Let's empower yes. them. And principals, because somebody said they're a principal, I come to your school too. I whip your teachers in shape. I um come and I have contracts with school systems, especially in special education. Invite me to your school so that I can do a reading workshop for your teachers. I can promise you on everything that I have that your reading instruction will never be the same when I finish. I promise wow. you. Wow. Hire me today. Have that check ready though. Oh my gosh, she's not playing with people. Thank you so I much. About money. I got CEO my family time. Right. <laughs> well, I know in summer camp, the, the, the mantra that the kids say every day is, I love myself. I believe, I believe myself. in myself. Yes. I love myself and I'm a genius. Genius. Yes. 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 So, Thank you so much, CEO Ty. Again, at Educationally Speaking, you can follow her. Uh, and again, you can find all of her information right there in the link tree. She's amazing, as you all can tell. I knew I wanted to bring this information to uh, the folks that follow me and the folks that follow CEO Ty. I love you dearly, sis, and I will be in touch very, very soon. Yes, and, and I want to, one more, I know, we, we talk a lot. I just want to, because somebody said fear. I want to cast down that spirit of fear and anxiety over your lives right now. Um, that we know God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So if God did not give us a spirit of fear, where did it come from? It came from the enemy. So if you mm -hmm. operate in the spirit of fear, you will not be able to do exactly what you were called to do. So rest, rest your spirit, rest. That's, that's my word for the day. Y'all can cash at me, cash app, dollar sign, educate, speak. Where about my run me my money, right? <laughs> right. Yes, yes. Thank right. you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, you've been fantastic. And yes, somebody asked me, will this be saved? I'm doing my darndest to make sure it is saved. You know, Instagram be acting funny, but I'm, I'm making sure that it's safe. Yeah, I will. I will. So I'm going to do that immediately and then see you all very soon. I might log back on and just, I'd like to like randomly pick people like I did you yesterday to say, hey, it's yes. fun. <laughs> right. Oh, but, and, um, uh, contact me, DM me, uh, because I'm giving away those, that free eight sessions. You have to be following me. Yeah. Okay, free eight sessions worth of tutoring. Yeah. Okay. There's, that's what somebody said. What about those yeah. giveaways? Yeah, that's what it is. All right, y'all. Be safe out there. Love you Bye. very much. Thank you so much, Ty. Appreciate it. Thank you. Love you. My amazing followers. You guys are awesome. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.